everybody. Steve here, just saying what's up before the episode. I hope everybody is staying safe and healthy as always. Uh, today on the show, we have Marianne Parisi. She's a fellow uh, podcast host. Uh, she has a podcast called Death Is Everything. Uh, I've been a guest on her show, so if you like, you can definitely go check it out. The uh, episode is uh, Time is uh, Like a Carpet, It's Wibbly Wobbly, or something like that. It's a Doctor Who quote. Uh, is the title of the episode I did with her. But it was a lot of fun, and I had a lot of fun having her on my show. Uh, so go check out hers. Listen to this, of course. Uh, I hope everybody is staying as sane as possible. Uh, hit us up on Instagram, uh, the last podcast you want. Hit us up on Twitter, at TLPYW, and let us know what you're doing. Let us know what you think uh, is going on. Uh, all that good stuff. Um, I've been just pushing through the best I can. High waves, low waves, all waves. We ride the continuous uh, wave of life and uh, push through uh, and stay resilient no matter what. Uh, so we're going to get into the episode. Uh, I love you all for coming on this continuous journey with me week after week. And tell your friends, rate, review, five stars, all that good stuff. Uh, once again, we welcome uh, Marianne Parisi to the show and tip the veal. Try the staff. Enjoy the episode. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of The Last Podcast You'd Want. What's going on, everybody? How are we doing today? I bring to the show a fellow podcaster. I have been fortunate enough to be on her show, and now I am lucky enough to be able to bring her onto my show. I bring a Marianne Parisi. How are we Hello. doing? How are we doing today? <laughs> good, good. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for coming on. Uh, I like the the cross promotion uh the 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 cross uh i haven't i've only been on like one other podcast uh, you know uh so oh you're such a great guest oh thank you <laughs> <laughs> i think i think i'm just an awkward guy and and uh i, I try and have fun uh but no thank you very much uh i had a lot of fun i, I that sound weird sounds so weird uh cuz your podcast is death is everything and i actually did have a lot of fun uh, going on your show and, and talking about death and my experiences and, 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 and yeah. all, all that jazz, all that jazz. So. Yeah. It's surprisingly fun to talk about death with people. It can um, be. Yeah. You, I mean, you know, it, it goes through all the emotions it's, um, and that's it, you know, that that's what death is. Everything is all about. It's just, um, you know, we explore Death. death what does it mean to you and what are your experiences it's it's a good time you know i uh, and i i i had uh, a lot of fun uh with with the with the show uh and i'm excited to have you come on i know that uh i know you have uh worked within hollywood within movies i know you have a love uh you know for for the industry itself let alone just movies in general uh, so I, I, do. I think this is going to be a fun one i think we're going to dive right into it uh, with a question mm -hmm. I love starting with, and that's, uh, have you ever walked out of a movie in the movie theater? Only one. Oh, hit me. 
my best friend's wedding. Whoa! All right, <laughs> let's hear let's hear the backstory on why uh, Julia Roberts uh, and and uh, Cameron Diaz Dermot? didn't make the cut. Dilmic, oh, Dermot Mulroney, Mulroney, or, or is, is it that... Dylan McDermott? Oh, maybe Dylan McDermott. Or is it Dermot Mulroney? Man, they get confused all the, the time. Yeah, I've never, I've never. I've never i could tell you have my, you seen that nope my mom did though and my mom's favorite thing was the people with the lobster hands in the background when they're singing oh uh, oh that's when i walked out <laughs> <laughs> what made you walk out why did julia roberts not cut it for you was it um, richard gear wasn't in it oh <laughs> um i was in junior high i was a real punk ass um and I wasn't into that girly shit at the time. Um, I have since I did watch it all the way through in my adult single lady life. I lived alone. You know, I forget what was going on at the time, maybe a breakup or whatever. I broke up with so many people Um, or they broke up with me. No, no, Um, you broke up with them. They weren't worth your time. They there was a lot of ghosting happening all over the place. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's all like such a, a, a vague memory, which is great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so at the time when I saw it, I was in junior high. I remember going with some a group of friends and a few of them had like their first boyfriends with them, you know, so it was like all, all kinds of cheesy. And I never I wasn't into that. That wasn't my. That wasn't my thing at the time. Wasn't your cup of tea. Yeah, no. And I think it was the singing of, uh, do you know the way to San Jose? Something that I just was like, oh, this is enough. For me. Like, I'm out of here. Like, I just, I'm not. And you just looked at your friends and you're like, bye. I walked home. I like left. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> you were like, I am done and out yeah like, yeah did your friends ever question on it you're like hey you went up and went to the bathroom and you never came back i don't remember yeah but i mean they were probably pretty upset with me you know teenage girls pre-teenage girls or teen luckily I, luckily we were probably 14 i was never a teenage girl so i have no idea <laughs> i dealt with a lot of teenage girls it's rough man teenage girls are brutal yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah. i think they were pretty mad that i left but you know they got over it pretty quickly sure. Sure. there's always something detrimental happening in junior high <laughs> so my best friend's wedding uh yeah i've never i've never seen i've never had a desire to see it i yeah uh, so i did watch it again as an adult partially because i walked out and i forget what i was watching at the time i watched some other reality show where they talked about it okay. and so i was like well maybe i better watch it maybe there's something i'm missing and you know i should there was no there? no no it's it you know it's a basic romantic comedy about the time about the time that they got to them singing in the restaurant and you were like i think there's something else i can watch yeah it, yeah it's the proverbial yeah. this is where i left it in the theater when you know, i i don't think i need to go past this point <laughs> i was right i think i was right the first time so you know trust yeah. your instincts <laughs> absolutely i've never all the movies i walked out of i have never taken the time to go back and watch I've actually taken the time to go back and watch movies that I saw all the way through in the theater and I thought were no good. And then yeah. I went back and tried them again. And I was, I, once again, they, they were just as bad the first time as they, <laughs> as they were the second. 
Uh, have you walked out of many films? Oh, yeah, handful, handful. I've oh, okay. Out, I walked out of uh, Joe Dirt, which I w- went back later. Oh. Did, it's a did, it's circumstances that that I was young with a girlfriend and things wanted to be done and she didn't like oh. the movie, so I didn't like the movie. Okay, okay. I went back later and it's a funny movie. I, yeah, um, <laughs> I actually uh, like that movie. I walked out of Envy with ben stiller jack black amy poehler christopher walken like st- stellar cast horrible movie okay. uh, I, I walked out of ultraviolet with mila jo- yep. jovovich uh, Never saw, yeah walked out of uh jupiter ascending oh i did see part of that yeah uh, i sat through all of green room i should have walked out on that green room. that's anton yelch's last film oh yeah no, I, I didn't see it. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> Pat, Patrick Stewart plays the skinhead. I sat through all of Steven I sat through all of Spielberg's B, BFG, and that that was a big that was a big. Yeah, I can't. I think. Um, yeah, I can't. That's. I only walked out of one film, but I have slept through a few. <laughs> oh yeah, I fall asleep. Yeah, I fall asleep through through. Yeah, oh, sure, sure, sure. That as well. But yeah, so uh, my best friend's wedding. Um, yep. It, yep. I uh, haven't seen it, so we really don't need to uh, talk about it much more. Uh, <laughs> what's uh, we go from the the opposite spectrum, as I like to say? What's a movie that uh, that you couldn't stand to a movie that you could watch every day? Uh, pretty much anything in the Marvel superhero. Uh, what do you universe? Call it? The universe. Yes, I love marvel um so <laughs> what's your what do you have a favorite marvel movie do you have a favorite marvel hero it would be between oh, i love i love all the avengers films probably age of ultron um i dig age of ultron infinity war infinity war i've seen probably more than any other film really <laughs> yeah really? yeah yeah interesting okay yeah I love it's Marvel. Dark. I'm more I'm yeah. more Marvel than I am DC for sure. Yeah, better writing, I think. I uh, better storytelling. Uh, yes. I, get, I get into an argument with my friend all the time. He's like, "But but DC is so good," and I'm like, "DC shows mm. are amazing. The DC shows are great. Oh. I love I love Arrow. I love Flash. Legends of Tomorrow is probably my favorite DC show." Uh, oh, maybe I need to give the shows a shot. Super Supergirl is also is also really good. Um, oh, yeah. good! I know the, one of the, the writers. The the four shows. I mean, there's also Black Lightning. There's also Star Girl. Uh, <clears throat> they they barely crossed over Black Lightning to a point that I didn't really realize because I don't have cable, so I watch everything streaming. Um, yeah. That I didn't realize that Black Lightning was like a full on DC show as well, and it wasn't until mm-hmm. they brought him into a spinoff episode because uh, they do a big crossover for all the DC shows once a year, they do kind of a crossover or they started to either way. um, At that point they were on like season two or three of black lightning. I had no way to catch up, uh, but I hear it's a good one. Uh, But legends of tomorrow is, is easily probably hands down my favorite uh, of all of them. Uh, Arrow uh, is already done and wrapped. So that that should all be on Netflix. But the thing is the thing that I have to say is if you're it sounds so fucking silly if you're going to watch them i always say that 
if you're going to commit to one, you need to commit to all of them. Now, I'm, yep. not, I'm saying those those main four, and you have and and I, I sound like such a such a so you have to Arrow, watch the, Arrow, then Flash, then Flash. Supergirl, then Legends of Tomorrow. But you have to find out the years that they started for each other. So like you watch season one of Arrow, and then I think Flash started when season two started so then you do season two of arrow but then you do season one of flash and then okay. i think the year after that like was supergirl so then you would do season three of arrow season two of flash season one of super you'll be getting messages from me uh regarding this <laughs> yeah no absolutely absolutely you get what i'm saying though like yeah in order to understand what's when, when they when they start doing those crossovers oh we've yeah we so we with marvel we've done the um order that they we've watched them in order that they came out this is like the thing we do where like so you're oh, oh so i got my, i got i got a great question for you being a marvel fan but please oh, continue. yeah no, please. Um, my husband and I, like, you know, we work when we're working, um, not always on the same schedule. So when we would have time together, we'd be eating dinner and just throw something on. So we decided, okay, well, whenever we're like, not sure, because you can get lost in that Netflix vortex for hours. 100%. We're just gonna say, okay, there's like 20 Marvel movies. We'll start, we'll just put them on in the order that they came out in the theater. Then when we moved here, we put them on in timeline order okay and it changes sort of the perspective so because technically you're watching captain marvel second yes so so my own so my my only judgments with marvel is is in the first movie iron man and it and it correlates all the way to captain marvel Mm-hmm. And let's see if you caught this. Okay. What year is Iron Man supposed to take place? The first movie? Yes. Like 2000. I think it's like, like 2000. Oh, I was thinking it was the 1990s. Either way. It, well, well, I mean, I, in the film or when it came out? It came out. It came out in the, in the thousands. 2012 or 20. Yeah, something. No, well, the first Iron Man 11. came out in like 2000. No, like 2008, 2007. Because oh, wow. I saw it in the theater with my brother long before I met my wife. Uh, okay. Either way, either way, either way, either way. When Phil Coulson introduces himself to Pepper Potts, uh-huh. he gives a full explanation and she goes, that's really long. And he goes, yeah, we're trying to... Uh, Shield, right. trying to yeah. think of that. And then suddenly we get the 1990s Captain mm-hmm. Marvel where they're yeah. like, we work for Shield. And I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa, you just punched like... Yeah. the biggest plot hole in the fucking first mm-hmm. movie yeah my husband's been talking about that I so okay yeah so, so there's I, a few other holes that i'm sure that he can tell you i can't remember he frequently he'll say oh but what about like we'll be watching it now because we've seen on it all so many times he's like i got oh, a great i got a great this. one for your husband so if you haven't noticed this so this this correlates between ant-man and the wasp and infinity wars uh-huh. In Infinity Wars, they state that Hawkeye and Scott Lang are on house arrest as yeah. part of an agreement in not doing jail time. Right, because they and, had been at the raft. Because they'd been in Germany. 
When after Germany, they got all got arrested and put in that floating prison. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, right. well, okay, okay, okay. So, so they're on house arrest during Infinity War, right? Mm -hmm. In Ant Man and the Wasp, it ends with Scott getting off of house arrest having a full drive-in theater in his backyard. And then at some point in the future after that, being off house arrest, doing the quantum realm jump where he gets stuck in the quantum realm. Now, how far after said movie is done, it, are they doing this quantum realm jump? Because at the time of this happening, because Infinity Wars is only one or two days. Infinity Wars yeah, is only one or two fast. days. So you cannot tell me that Scott was not on house arrest if for the post credit scene in the film, they get snapped and he's not on right. house arrest. There's a- Well, he could be on house arrest. He's because not. Because he has the suit. No, he's not. Because the film ends with him getting, that, getting the anklet off and then the post credit scene is Michelle yeah, Pfeiffer out of is is Michelle Pfeiffer out of the quantum realm because oh, and she, she gets snapped because also, she's standing right. there with Michael Douglas and and right. the girl. Right, so this right, is right. after the house arrest is taken off. How long right. they, they so they have to rebuild the thing to go for the back of the machine. You get what I'm saying here? So everything that's happening in Ant-Man and the Wasp is happening leading up to infinity war i understand i understand that but do you get what i'm saying i'm saying that they say that scott's on on house arrest which he could be yes but the snap happens after he's let off house arrest at no point all you needed is one tv right. in the background right with the circle right. in new york all you need well, is you need one. i'm just saying like <laughs> that for me this is the biggest plot hole like of how it correlates to Infinity War because you can't tell me that Scott gets off of house arrest and then has enough time for the next Hank, day for he Hank, would have to for, for Hank Pym to build a machine for the back of the truck for them to do this quantum mm -hmm. you get I, yes I do see so, your point because it's I, very hard to install um, a time machine essentially in a truck overnight. Because it would have to be like the fastest would turn around would be a matter of hours and uh, I not yeah. I I mean that unless does... unless Hank Pym unless Hank Pym had another quantum realm machine in his pocket which he then like <laughs> oh it tiny and then yeah, a little and then to, like yeah yeah so stretch he could... to fit <laughs> he took all he took I'll a, say to he you took about this. he took a tank as a keychain and then made it an actual tank like well I'll say to you the same thing that I say to my husband. This is so unrealistic. <laughs> it is not like a time heist is a real thing. We're questioning the reality of a film where like people fly and you know. Um, yes, but but I'm yeah. questioning synchronous. I'm questioning synchronicity, and I'm, yeah. I'm not questioning there are someone holes. flying. I'm questioning legitimate holes. Like yeah. I'd love, I'd love to get Kevin Feig on the fucking line for ten minutes and be like. If you can explain this to me, like, <laughs> like I will worship you as a goddamn god. But this is a big. Oh, I don't hole. think he. Yeah, I'm I like this is the. That me, guy doesn't. Me, he's I'm not like, losing. He's not what losing we, here's what we can do. We need to get a big dry erase board and like a I big. Need to, I need to uh, rent a banner. 
we, I, I was thinking we'd do it like crime scene style where we like plot the timeline out and then we and then put we make it points. and then we make it a big billboard i'm put, open to it, this we find like, out where kevin feet lives and then we put it on the billboard across from his from his window <laughs> so when he looks out every day it's going to be ant-man and the wasp plot the plot hole uh, to infinity wars and there'll be the whole drawn out and then instead of charlie it'll be me in front of the board like wow what's this going is the on kind of nerding out that i really love <laughs> it really it's, it's it's i'm about to go hang out with a friend that like has a whole argument on on the plot wholeness of it and we're spending a weekend in georgia and like it did it, yeah. it's gonna happen like this conversation oh, yeah. is gonna happen between me and him because he, yeah. he, he he claims that he he like he tried to explain it a couple years ago because i've had this i oh man i thought of this like two years ago when ant-man and the wasp originally came out either way let's keep on going so <clears throat> the marvel movies are amazing um yes and these this so the next question can be something different because marvel movies were definitely not around then um, yeah what's a, what are some movies that take you back to your childhood little shop of horrors Ooh, little shop of terror 1985 watch him drop. <laughs> yeah. Watch drop yeah yes yeah, man. John, i love john, that john, movie john candy bill murray yes yeah Phil yeah uh, rick moranis yeah i'm naming all the minor characters of course <laughs> <laughs> steve steve martin yeah ellen green yeah little shovels yeah. yeah i know it yeah yeah, yeah 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 danny danny something jewels yeah 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 he plays one of the doo-wop guys don't mind me oh yeah um, yeah 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 i love that movie it's a good movie. i a watched it's a, it's a, it's a, a lot on vhs taped off the tv uh from when i was like four or Solid. so that's like the those, movie the, those are the best v, those are the best vhs's are the ones where where you record like the credits of the movie ending right before it and then like you record like the credits of the movie and then you get like coming up next on cinematics <laughs> Like, have I you love seen those. the uh, original version? I have not with Jack Nicholson. Oh, oh no, I mean, um, there was a version that they made, and when they tested it, audiences flipped out and were like, Are you talking funny. about the original ending? Yes, I've seen, yeah, I've seen the original ending, yeah, 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 yeah. People were upset about it, so they changed it. Yeah, the plant, the plant, well, fuck, it's the best one ever. The plant wins, yes. Seymour sacrifices yeah. himself, and then the plant, the plant, the, the meek shall inherit. That's yeah, the, that, that's the ending song. I want to say the meek shall. I saw a stage production of it, and I want to say they ended the movie with the meek shall, or they ended the play with meek. So, it's, so this is actually a fun connection I have because. Uh, I was part of Rocky in San Diego and one okay. of the people that worked there works for the San Diego Civic. So when shows would come to town, we'd get nice mezzanine seats. Uh, I saw like Camelot with Lou Diamond Phillips. Ooh, nice. uh, I saw um, uh, Chicago with, um, oh, I forget his name. He's the actor that that is always way too uh, tanned. He was in Zorro the Gay Blade um george something with him and i yeah. saw and i saw little shop of horrors with uh anthony rapp oh cool with him as seymour that's i'm cool. looking i'm looking up this guy's name now because it's going to drive me crazy so little shop of horrors is a great yeah. one we actually all did... about it man eating aliens and snm <laughs> so one of my favorite things to do because we used to uh um 
we we used to go to a gay bar in San, George Hamilton. That's his name. We used to go to a gay bar in San Diego. Uh, uh, oh, I just forgot the fucking name of it. Either way, they would do Musical Monday and all they would do is play musicals. And me and my friends would get together. And whenever they would play the clip of Play Me Seymour, they eventually had to stop playing it because me and my friends, every time they, they would say Seymour, we would yell out semen. Oh, man. Because it's funny. The joys of being out with people. Because it's funny. Because <laughs> come on, think about it. Because then the line is, if you feed me semen, I will grow Oof. up big and strong. <laughs> See, it's hilarious. You're never going to watch that song. You're never going to hear that song the same way. Damn it. You're welcome. You are welcome. No, I love it. Fucking, yeah. And and the, the random characters I mentioned, John Candy is amazing in it. Bill Murray, of course, is spectacular. Like, oh, yeah. Who doesn't yeah. love the dentist song? Like, Yeah. Yeah, the dentist. Yeah, Steve Martin. <laughs> oh mama such a good movie yeah it's i it's there there's nothing that you can't not love about about um that movie of all musicals i don't know i just yeah i dig the motown it's not my favorite musical but it's definitely up there yeah yeah what were you saying about motown it's got a good motown feel good motown soundtrack you know it's got what i think is funny is uh if you remember the tv show martin yes the two doo-wop singers are his girlfriend and gina yep. yes they're in a ton of movies i just think it's funny that that they were there together and then you know like 10 years later they're they were... still acting together it's just it's to this aw- day that's yeah. awesome that's awesome yeah. the fact well it was pam it was pam and gina pam and gina yeah that's right that's right i did i watched martin i liked the show they're on a new show oh martin's a... yeah it's he's a good that show. He's it's a, a good, it's 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 a oh like in real life oh yeah he like totally uh yeah he's <laughs> i heard he kind of went crazy there right right or like for a, a bit has he always been crazy you know like, the woman who played gina he like hardcore sexually harassed her for many years oh shit yeah. No, oh yeah okay. yeah all his... right well we don't yeah maybe so the other a... the other the other okay. actor that i like do you know this is a tv show that not many people know do you know red dwarf from uh <gasps> england so one of the one of the actors from that who plays the cat he's one of the doo-wop singers one of the male doo-wop singers in the uh eclipse okay. of the sun song either way uh little shop of horrors is a great one i absolutely love that movie uh definitely in my top probably three easily top five musicals what are your what's your favorite musical blues brothers oh yeah that's yeah that's really good it's my favorite movie it's my excellent music yeah it's my favorite movie ever like it's (laughs) it's for me i always call it it's a musical that's not a musical because you can have that entire movie without the music numbers and it's still a spectacular movie it's i stayed at a hostel in england that was themed like blues brothers themed back in 2001 that is crazy um i'll have to find out if it's still around that's bonkers oh yeah that's interesting but no i love i love blues brothers uh rent is is definitely up there that's very good Mm -hmm. um yeah and then probably little shop of horrors yep uh, Baby Driver is a great mu- is definitely a musical that's not a musical. Never okay. They turned it into a musical. No, 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 no. I'm just saying like 
it has enough music in it like that it's oh. essentially have you seen baby driver no oh so you should check it out it's by edgar wright um and they work it's it's got a stellar soundtrack that works its way into what is happening in the film things are happening on beat in the film as they are happening on beat in the music like oh interesting definitely check it definitely check out baby driver i fucking love that movie oh yeah i will um with that though uh we kind of we kind of lead into from childhood what leads to the first movie to give you nightmares the one and only movie that well yeah uh, the blob okay which which version <laughs> the old the black and white version from i don't know what year the like the 30s 50s or 40s. okay 30s maybe i don't know i don't know i just remember this old man something falls from the sky and lands in his front yard and he takes a stick and it looks like jelly and he like pokes it and then the thing like starts moving up the stick and he's just watching it right it's like super slow it's not moving quickly and it gets to his hand and all of a sudden he's just like ah! like screaming and this thing is like blobbing over him um and the, and the special effects were terrible but i was little uh when i saw that and it was devastating okay, <laughs> i was okay. i was very i had nightmares about the blob attacking my mother oh and i right. you were yeah. just you were fearing for your family yeah i was probably like four i don't know oh my it was goodness. on it was on tv you know and there weren't that many channels <laughs> Was this was this something someone else was watching, or was this something that you walked in on as someone was watching it? I think I I, I speculate that my older brothers had put the TV on and then wandered outside, and I wandered in and the TV was on and this movie came on. And so I just, just you just sat down and watched. I it. wasn't in charge of touching buttons. There was a no, <laughs> you know, when you're four, um, and sure. I everyone was older. I was the youngest. Um, of of four children and so you know i just sat on the couch and watched it i wasn't like you know that's and it, funny. yeah it yeah. was horrifying they did make they did remake that in the 90s and a terrible version it was like a fast moving amoeba creature thing something but, something and then they've made yeah. several you know i guess you couldn't say <clears throat> you know adaptations of, of versions of that the the invasion of the 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 body snatchers and uh-huh the blob the... actually is due to be redone oh <laughs> can you improve on that that's like a you know yeah they're gonna make it a cgi blob now a cgi blob sure sure, sure. Hmm. i just as long as they make it look like muck it like a muck from pokemon <laughs> at one point i was thinking it would look and i've said this word so much like a cronenberg like a weird like a face coming out over here and like a hand over there because it's eating multiple, people you have multiple faces you right just have the, yeah it is it's that like a human jello mold. oh you know what would be the best is you do a future adaptation to where the first person it engulfs it then comes up and speaks through that person and then oh, you right can get, you can get different characters that it's eaten throughout the film coming up and talking 
like or I, I all automatic... the faces like it's a bunch of faces and all of them look at you and talk to you oh that'd be that'd be creepy i was <laughs> thinking like house on haunted hill at the end when the the house is oh, the yeah. smoke and the different people that it's engulfed are coming out and jeffrey rush is like i didn't make it you don't make it none of us do <laughs> like like that's like that's what i was thinking you just oh, have CG's like one one controlling yeah. head that just comes and and it can be different people throughout the movie like if it needs to be serious it's like one character and then you have the jokester <laughs> that when it wants to crack wise like this face comes up like that like like that i'd be interested in like hollywood call me i'm free all day make it yeah um, let's yeah. make it happen um <laughs> It's good you can laugh about it though now and not have that. oh yeah i'm not scared you um know, very few movies have uh scared me a lot sure. there's yeah i can wait i did write it okay yeah and and with that though <laughs> do do you remember the first movie that you saw in the theater i i think it might have been the little mermaid but i don't remember that the first one i remember going to was beauty and the beast okay the disney uh version never, i remember never, going with a friend never and heard her of mom it. Never and my heard, mom never heard of it what are you talking about <laughs> yeah i remember that and you know i she was my favorite princess for a long time because she read books yeah. oh she was smart oh, she was the smart princesses can read that's good yeah I was into it. <laughs> I so it's so funny. I saw this has nothing to do. You just mentioned the princesses. They they uh I saw this meme the other day that I just need to like like memorize my recap of it. Everyone is is always like uh the chick, uh the lady that does the voice of uh Mulan, who was also in Agents yes. of Shield, who was also yeah. in Mandalorian. She's like the first triple crown princess. And I'm just oh, like right. and, and I'm just and I'm just like, let's look at the career of Alan Tudyk who who has who has played not only a king or do you, you look at me like you don't know who alan who is, is yeah who has he played oh i uh, well i mean you can really pull up that uh, see this just brings me so much joy that i can i can in alan t y alan yeah t two dick so here you go uh if you want to if you want to talk oh. like what he's been in um he he's been in i believe two star wars oh movies you know what's funny he was in the remake of the blob in the oh movie. shit that is That's great hilarious. oh my gosh all right oh my gosh. so getting getting down to it it starts... i have to find it now okay oh man so he he's worked for dc he's worked for um he's worked for disney uh he's duke in frozen i guess you can say or he's okay. king Can so he's key he's king candy and wreck it ralph he's duke in frozen he then does oh he's in everything big hero harley quinn doom patrol big hero six rogue one mm -hmm. um yeah he was in rogue one he does uh kso ks uh 2so in star wars battlefront he's duke weaselton in zootopia he is uh <laughs> he's hey hey the chicken from oh moana my god he's i yes he, he's in rogue one he is uh what a dream career he's in deadpool 2 which covers part of marvel he does knows more and ralph breaks the internet like he's he's iago in aladdin wow 131 Aladdin. actor credits 
Yeah, he's in Frozen alone. in Frozen 2, and then he does Harley Quinn. I'm just like, this guy is the guy that's Does he truly... ever sleep? <laughs> he's also he's also Steve the Pirate from Dodgeball. Yes. Yes. Which is, which well, is when I, I saw his do. picture, I was like, oh holy shit, he's in everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which also being a voice actor, I fucking, I fucking love I love Alan Tudyk. Oh, like, I think I saw the blob on here. I love I love Alan Tudyk just absolutely completely. Like Ugh. dream dream guest of, of a list. If anybody listening knows how to get Alan Tudyk on my show, please, 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 please. Alan Tudyk. I want to find his. I can't find him on the blob. I could swear he's the actor who was in the blob. I don't know what to tell you. With it was that- made for TV. I mean. Like. So, so Beauty and the Beast. Oh yes, in the tale, theater. Tale is old as time. <laughs> yeah. Song is old as rhyme. And wait, who is he? Is he in that? No, he's not. He's not. Oh, okay, okay. I no, forgot no, no. how we I'm got... just going. I'm, I'm just. Oh, because we were talking about princesses, and then I I got on my oh, my right. this princess, and I was like, I was like, she may be a triple crown princess, but like Alan Tudyk is amazing. Um, he is. He really. Is. I had no idea. I was a huge fan. <laughs> um no beauty and the beast is great i remember seeing that in the theater uh yeah i mean what's not to love about it <clears throat> i don't think he was in the made for tv movie but That's anyway right. you, you have a talking clock you have talking you have talking furniture what's not to love oh and, yeah and, and the villain dies yeah it's great yeah great I, I i wasn't necessarily a fan of the uh live action remake but no that's just because I, I'm, I'm not necessarily a josh gad fan oh really wow i thought he was one of the better parts of oh the film. i i think he is absolutely annoying yeah he's like, he's like jimmy his... he's like jimmy kimmel <laughs> jimmy kimmel everyone's like jimmy kimmel's an amazing host and i'm like jimmy kimmel has a very talented mm. writing staff yeah honestly like when it comes to hosts I was a huge fan of Jon Stewart. I am a huge fan of Trevor Noah. Um, I'm a big Carson guy. Carson Daly? Johnny, Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson? Oh, yeah. Well, he was like... Carson the, Daly, get the fuck out I was out like, of- who the fuck... Are we watching TRL over here? <laughs> Hi, oh, guys. No. Welcome to Total Request Live. I'm Carson <laughs> Daly, the host. At one yeah. point, I will date Jennifer Love. Well, and to be fair, to be fair... Johnny Carson's been dead for a long time. This is true. This and, is true. Uh, but I am, yeah, Johnny Carson's like the long time ultimate, but yeah. you know, it's I'm 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 a Carson guy. That's that's I mean, uh, I'll go Carson, I'll go Letterman over Leno. Worried. I'll go I'll go Letterman over Leno. Um yeah. I, I'll definitely go Conan over fucking Kimmel any day. Oh, yeah, Conan was a good host. I'll yeah. take I'll take uh uh Kimmel over over uh over the other guy. Fallon. 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 Fallon is the low. Fallon is the lowest of the list for me. Jimmy. In Fallon. fact, the last time I went to Universal Studios a few years ago, it's still hosted. They have by Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon, Fallon everywhere, and it's just like it's because okay. he hosts the tour. He hosts the tour. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hate Jimmy Fallon. I at one point created a Twitter account of everyone that was greater than Jimmy Fallon, and every day I tweeted <laughs> at someone, and then I did a greater than symbol. Uh, and then I did at Jimmy Fallon. Hi, what's up? Yes. <laughs> it's great. It's my, yeah. my, my wife. I put call. a sign on the door. There's a piece of paper. 
It's okay. It's okay. You live that's, with people. You know that's that what way. that's what live recording is. I'm surprised my wife didn't pop red when she came home. As yeah. we are as we are wrapping up and coming uh, to a close, essentially, which you got two more for you. Yep, uh, yep. What is a movie that you can watch once and you never have to watch again? There's a few that I have watched once and never again. Requiem for a Dream. Okay. Oh no, I've seen. To be fair, I've seen other people watching it and just left the room because it is it's a smart very choice. depressing it's a smart choice um yeah i was on mushrooms when i saw that the first time which is like a terrible choice uh <laughs> yeah there was a a real like man that movie just is uh, yeah it'll break you to pieces and then the fourth kind all right have you seen that I haven't, but I know what it's about. Is that, that is that is that Mila Jovovich? No, 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 no the fourth no, no. kind. This is it's an alien movie, though. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I know, I know of it. I mean, I've never seen it, but I know of it. Yeah, it's a abduction film, and you know, I don't know what it is that got to me. Um, I was living alone at the time, and it was just yeah, it was really disturbing. Yeah fucked with my head sure sure some alien stuff you know it's funny because i worked on a lot of gory things so the blood and guts doesn't really get me um but animal death and alien abduction can be like really freaky to me mm -hmm. sure 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 um do you have another one another one you'd like to uh not that i can think of not a problem so i know that you did uh, makeup work and and some stuff. Do you have do you have names? Any anybody might recognize anything that might have been uh, on Sci-Fi? Anything anything oh, that people might have might have seen on their local uh, blockbuster shelf? I worked on a movie. Oh no, not that far back. Um, I'm not that old. How dare you? Uh, I <laughs> I worked on um a a couple great films. Um, not well known. The best movie i think i worked on was called guns don't kill people uh directed produced created i mean tons of work done by ivan ellers who uh does some cartooning for the new yorker and mad magazine and um the weekly nice. humorist and some some various things he is amazing creative talent um sorry i'm there's some noise happening. Okay. And uh, Janked is another film I worked on, directed by, produced by Dakota Asquivel. And um, a movie with actors people would recognize would be Sexy Evil Genius. Uh, it was on Netflix for a while, but I don't know if it's still available there. Katie Sackoff um, was in that Seth Green, um, uh, Harold, uh, uh Perrineau and oh Michelle Trachtenberg you know I knew two of those names Seth Green and, and Michelle Trachtenberg oh Michelle Trachtenberg yes from yeah. Buffy yeah Harriet the Spy yes Buffy. yeah Spy. yeah 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 great people to work with that's awesome that's Harold awesome. Perrineau uh <coughs> is fa fantastic he played Mercutio in the Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes. Okay. I mean, I'd have to rewatch that to figure out. It's a, I know yeah, that Paul Redpate played Paris. Oh yeah. And yeah. that, and, 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 
Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's God, right. Paul Rudd. Okay. Paul Rudd is for sure a vampire. Okay. <laughs> that dude hasn't aged at all. Doesn't age. Like I I truly think he's like <laughs> some kind of vampire. He shares a birthday with my husband. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh I tried Jamie Foxx. <laughs> that was Jamie, like such enthusiasm. <laughs> Jamie Jamie Fox uh opens that movie in the opening uh Do You Bite yeah. my, Your Thumb at Me Sir scene. Yeah, there's yes. a lot of there's a lot of good people in that cast. A lot of good people in that cast. I don't um, I think that is Harold Perrineau, not Jamie Foxx. Not not Jamie Kennedy. Oh Jamie Kennedy, right. Did I right, say Fox? Right. Yes. Oh, Kennedy. But Harold Perrineau is a black dude, so. <laughs> oh, I know who you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. talking about the, the. He played yeah, the bad okay. guy in Sons of Anarchy for a while. Uh, he was the guy in the wheelchair on Oz. He was oh, okay. Also, I haven't seen Oz he, yet. He was also, he was also in the second and third Matrix film. He's a great dude. We had know, some great I know, conversations. I know who you're talking about now. That guy, yeah, that guy's fucking yeah. awesome. All He's right, rock cool. and roll. Yeah. Um, uh, what are some uh, movie listener recommendations? Movies you'd like to recommend the, for the listeners to go check out? Um, if you like like a like a heartfelt uh, family friendly comedy, I would say Butter uh, okay. with Jennifer Garner. Pardon me. Um, aliens. I love Aliens. If you like sci-fi, um, Alien or Aliens? Aliens, the second film. The first one is good. I mean, honestly, the first two are great. Uh, but I, I think the and second it's all, one. It's all kind of downhill after that. Yeah, after the second one, you know, don't bother. There's a ton of those Alien versus Predator. You know, like, I like I know those. What. I like those. Yeah, they're good, but I you don't. Know, I don't like three. I don't like Resurrection. Yeah. I don't yeah no no two is quite good all right so uh, aliens two yeah and uh my all-time favorite was beetlejuice who doesn't love Beetlejuice? i mean beetlejuice you could watch yeah you said it twice now you can't <laughs> you, you've said it twice beetlejuice oh no yeah. you opened up the portal good I, uh... fuck it <laughs> hey how you doing yeah there you go <laughs> i've seen the exorcist a hundred thousand times and it keeps getting funnier every single time i see it that's uh, a yeah. good impression i love Be yeah i love beetlejuice it's my wife's favorite movie um oh, yeah <laughs> all right other than that uh where can people find you where is your podcast what are your handles Oh yeah. Uh, the podcast is death is everything. You can check us out on Instagram at D period, I period, E period underscore cast. We're on Twitter at death, every cast. And you know, if anyone's interested in interviewing, shoot me an email at death is everything podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Marianne so much for coming on today. Yeah, it's been great. And as we close on out, I like to end every episode with uh, uh, we we here at the last podcast. You want to try and keep a PMA, a positive mental attitude. Uh, do you have a message of positivity or a personal mantra that you'd like to leave the listeners with as we close the show out? Um, I would say um, live, do the things you want to do in life. Don't wait. If there's anything you like, say you're thinking like, oh, my dream is to take this luxurious vacation. Do it. Don't wait. 
as soon as you can do it it's worth it to do it now that's awesome thank you so much for coming on the show today thank you for having me it's been great and ladies and gentlemen that has been another episode of the last podcast you'd want and until next week tip the veal try the staff and i'll see you then thanks for coming to see our show sad to tell you we got to go grab your hat and head for the door in case you didn't notice anymore if you like our show tell everyone but if you think it's great keep your big mouth shut It's over!